Rob Bro. He's your sports bro at KKAM.com and the Talk 1340 app. You guys are not doing any pass blocking. You're just stepping aside and letting them walk in. Pop, 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 pop. That's what I want. All of you around that ball. What's wrong with y'all? Don't play like some little girls. Y'all like y'all never played football before. Because of nothing. You hear me? They please just like we do. Yes, yes, sir. They sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through tour days. We went through tour days in 110 degree heat. Yes, sir. I want you to hit everything to move. If the ref gets in your way, you hit him. Okay, then. Let's play. But that's eating us, too. That gets us, too. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it off now. Let's go. Bro Show Talk, one of the point nine news, money sports. You can text in 806-855-3712. I am the host. You are the co-host. Couldn't do it without you. As we run up on the uh, final days of April, about two weeks left in April. Ish. Uh, next Saturday is the. Spring football game. Talk a little bit about spring football games today. Uh, would you want to see a spring football game against another school? We'll talk about that today. Uh, it seemingly has been bubbling around. I, I've been saying this for years. I've got a plan to make spring football better. We'll talk. We'll talk about it later in the show. But I. Uh, would absolutely be down with transforming a little bit of how spring football works, especially if it involves another school. I'm all in. Uh, the NFL does it in training camp. Uh, you get a week of practice and then go in against another team. But it's not just the preseason game. It's all the way up into it. You get tired of let me rephrase that. I uh, heard, I caught myself. <laughs> you get tired of playing against the same team all spring. Uh, you need a little action outside of it. So we'll talk about that today. We've got power rankings. It's power ranking Thursday. Give me your power rankings. And I will react to your power rankings. You can also give me things to power rank, but that generally doesn't go off as well. Uh, I'm just one man here. I need the brain power of you to give me power rankings that I can react to. Uh, some of the most popular ones have been Nick Cage. Related. Generally, all the popular ones were Nick Cage related. That was a huge deal. <laughs> the the uh, Everyone will remember. Years from now, when this show is off the air, people will think back to the day we had the Nick Cage power ranking show. And just it will live on in infamy in their minds, in their spirits, in their hearts. The day Nick Cage controlled KKM. Lots of texts rolling in already. We'll get into it. This texture, hell yes. I'm assuming that's to uh, playing somebody else in spring football. Need to uh, come back to that one. We'll, we'll do that after the first break. 
this texter, how are you? I am fine. I'm fine, too. Uh, I root for the tech laundry no matter what we pay, just like I listen to you, and I don't care what you make. On the flip side, does paying players allow fans a little more levity in criticizing their play? Um, no, because, again, you're not paying anything. And I think your text, I don't think you meant to say it this way, but I'm going to read into it. I root for the tech laundry no matter what we pay. Now, if the school is paying players, I guess you could say we, because you contribute to the Red Raider Club, and I guess if you're contributing to the Matador Club, you're saying we as in I'm actually paying these players. Uh, I don't know how much you contribute to the Matador Club, but I think that is the thought process, but Somebody the other day, uh, Noren Sodiase, tweeted that he didn't like when players in the portal gave an either-or scenario or a top-two schools. Now, he didn't call anyone out specifically. He didn't quote-tweet anybody. In a thread explaining himself, he did say, yes, I understand we have one of those guys because Robert Jennings put out a top two list. But Nord Sodiase, as a former player and a guy who was just on the committee to pick a new coach, gave his peace of mind. Well, some fan quote tweeted Norrance and said, so a former player can talk trash about a current player, but us fans can't say anything? Uh, yes. <laughs> you moron. Nord Sodiase has a lot bigger platform because of what he's been through, because of what he's done, because of the experience base he has to say things like that. Now, you can say whatever you want. I'm not going to stop you. Twitter's free for now. You can tweet whatever you want. But I don't necessarily respect a guy who's just saying stuff to say stuff with no knowledge base. Just like I don't care that people listen or don't listen to me talking about what I'm talking about. I didn't play college basketball. I would absolutely respect Norris Odiase's opinion on college basketball more than I respect my own. He, he did it. That's why I go try to read and, and listen and watch people who actually did this and have a knowledge base. And I respect their opinions. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. So we, so Norrens can say whatever he wants, and I get in trouble for what? Yes. He also didn't at the guy, which you probably did. Random fan. I don't. I didn't really want to talk about that, but we did. Uh, but yeah, rooting for the tech laundry. I, I, I. Again, nil stuff is so complicated and convoluted because if I had my way, we would have done this. 15 years ago, or uh, 2014, so 11, 12 years ago, 10 years ago, 9 years, whatever it is. 
when the Northwestern lawsuit came out. And I would have just said, okay, you can own your own name, image, likeness. And it would have been done. The schools weren't, wouldn't be involved. Uh, it wouldn't be a recruiting ploy. If a guy wanted to sell autographs after he was famous and still in college, he could have made money on himself. If Johnny Menzel wanted to sell $30,000 worth of autographs, he could have done so. Well, it's the Wild West. Bo- boosters would cheat. Yeah, they already do, and they already did. Hence, Johnny Menzel doing it before it was legal. If the UCF kicker wanted to be popular on YouTube, he could have. He wouldn't have been kicked off the team. To me, that's the NIL. If Caleb Williams is a Heisman contender and Toyota wants to do something with Caleb Williams because he's a Heisman contender or or the, the Heisman house people, want to take the top five Heisman contenders and and do a commercial where they're trying to get in the Heisman house. That's all great. Where I run into trouble is how Tech Basketball did it, and they bought your NIL and then just gave you a, a check. Not that I was against it. I just, that's not how I would do it. I like the Cody Campbell bottle. Just pay everyone the same. And if they want to do whatever they want to do on top of that, they're open to it. And I don't mind keeping the scholarship and paying a player. Again, it's not my money. Pop Pop said he's staying, baby. Yes, he did. Here's where I'm at with uh, Texas Tech basketball. We'll do this real quick before the break. I want some movement, and this is good movement because a lot of these players that aren't in the portal, it still feels like they're undecided. Robert Jennings back in, Pop Isaacs in. We've not really heard from Jalen Tyson. Elijah Fisher still in the portal. Bacho out for now. You've not heard of too many visits to Texas Tech. You don't have a complete staff yet. That's the first thing I want. I want a completed staff. Top to bottom, bolts to nuts, finished staff. That's priority number one. Then you can put players on the roster. But I do feel good about the movement of Pop Isaacs committing to returning and being all in. Robert Jennings and uh, Grant McCaslin pictured together yesterday at practice. No other players were pictured. I don't know who else was there. It could just be Robert Jennings practicing by himself. I don't know. Kerwin Walton, Damari Williams, who's coming back? I just want some... I want some finality, I guess, on the staff. And then I want some movement on the roster. I'm not worried, but I do feel like it's taking a long time. I do. And worry, again, is not the right word. Uh, Let me pull into my mind thesaurus. 
apprehension. I'm a little apprehensive because the staff is not completed yet. And again, I've said this uh, multiple times. People talked about how talented that team was last year, and there was a lot of stuff going on off the off the court, distractions and otherwise. But if the entire roster from the five and thirteen Big Twelve team doesn't come back, I'm not too worried about it. Love that Robert Jennings is back in. Think he has real potential. I think he fits this system. Love that Pop Isaacs is back in. Money Mainville put out a note today that he is the only Big 12 returner who made more than 33 pointers last year, and he made 62. I think he could be Tyler Perry level in this scheme. So let's just uh, go along with it. I just, I am a little bit worried that there are three staff members along with Grant McCasland when a staff consists of 10 guys and it's been a week and a half (laughs) and it's only been a week and a half, but generally things like that move a little faster. All right, let's take the break. When we come back more text, they're rolling in. We've got power rankings. We've got roster talk. We also have what I would do to fix spring football. We'll do that first. When we come back spring football, then we'll move on to the text and otherwise it's Rob bro show talk. One of 3.9 news money sports. Welcome back. Every time the song plays, I want to do a Ford commercial. It's the Rob Bro Show. I'm the host. You are the coach. You can text in 806-855-3712. Spring football wrapping up in the next week. And here's my... Solution where there's no problem. Because spring football is spring football. You don't need to change it. But here's what I would do. I would replace the buy game that you do in the fall. Take that money. Set up a different kind of home and home with a power five or a group of five that you don't have to pay as much. Take off the FCS game in the fall. And budget that for a spring football week where you get two practices and a quote-unquote spring game or scrimmage against another team in the spring. So let's say you're taking off Tarleton, and then you invite Tarleton down this next week and say, all right, we'll get two practices together. You can do your own practice, we'll do our own practice, and then we'll meet together and, and run some reps, some do some individuals, go ones-on-ones, that kind of stuff. And then on Saturday, we'll have a Tarleton versus Texas Tech scrimmage. It'll be on ESPN+. Plus. We'll make some money off of it. And we'll go along in our separate ways. And I think you could do this with Tarleton. You could do it with... UTEP, you could do it all around the group of five. Sam Houston State, if you want to stay on the FCS level, have they moved up? 
ACU, I know they're on the schedule here in a couple of years. And do those rosters provide as good of a competition as you get from yourself? Maybe not, but it is a new experience. And the competitive level, I think, would be great. Because those guys are coming in trying to prove themselves. Now, you'd have to have a pretty strict uh, non-tampering policy. <laughs> hey, you can't talk to... The, your coaches can't talk to any of our players. Our coaches can't talk to your players. That kind of stuff. But I love it when NFL teams practice together for a week and then go play a game for preseason football. I do think that that could work in college football. And what's more, you could still have the red and black game because you do two scrimmages. You could just have an open red and black scrimmage and then a free uh, scrimmage with all the fanfare against Tarleton or ACU or UTEP or UTSA. That would be a huge one. Now, I wouldn't recommend doing it against Houston. You could probably fill the stadium for a scrimmage against Texas once they go to the SEC and you're not playing them anymore. I don't think A&M would come. Could you do a scrimmage? Could you meet at Jerry World of the Star for a week? And then play Texas in a scrimmage after they go to the SEC? To me, it's better if you get them in Lubbock. Which, UT, UTSA, UTEP, Texas, A&M, they're probably not going to come to Lubbock for a scrimmage. Now, if you paid UTEP $400,000, they might. And pay for their way to come down here. And again, that's the budget you use for the FCS game in the fall. And then you're taking that off the schedule. Because I don't think it should be there anyways. All right, let's hit a couple of texts before the break. Hey, bud. Hope you're having a good Thursday. I know I'm not. Sorry to hear that. A quick power ranking of things that should stay in Lubbock. Rahino Barbecue's food truck. My wife. She's currently divorcing me and moving to Dallas with her boyfriend. And uh, number one, Elijah Fisher. Well, I'm glad you have your priorities straight with Rahino and Elijah Fisher at three and one. This texter relaying the roster for Texas Tech basketball saying, I'm here for it. Jennings check, Pop check, Tyson check. Do we have a check on Tyson? Lamar Washington, do we have a check on Lamar Washington? Kyron Lindsay, do we have a check on Kyron Lindsay? I haven't seen a Kyron Lindsay post since the McCaslin hire. Now, I loved his I'm next tweet or Instagram, whatever it was, post after the season where he had a Big 12 championship in the post. Big fan of that. And I do know we have Jennings check, pop check. Do I need to hear from everyone else? Not really, because if they're not in the portal, they're not leaving. And again, I think the staff plays into that. Don't you need a full staff before you start 
saying, all right, yeah, we're in on this guy. We're in on this guy. We're going to run this. We're going to do this. We're going to be this. Power ranking bands with against in their name. Number one, rage against the machine. Number two, against me. And then they skip to 99 and say rise against. Fair. This texter, I just want some finality to the basketball program and the Pac-12 situation so we can all just kick back and enjoy what's left of the spring and summer. Me too, man. That's my whole deal. Like, the Pac-12 stuff is just tiresome to me. If it happens, it happens. I'm not really worried about it anymore. I've been worried about it for a year and a half. I'm done. (laughs) Really, since July of 2021, we've been talking about the Big 12 and the Pac-12 and movement one way or the other or mergers or whatever else we've talked about in the last two years. I am done. If it happens, it happens. Good luck to the players involved. In the basketball program, you might still be recruiting a roster through June. I know you got uh, Kevin O'Banner late. Got Fardaz late. Kevin McCuller late to Kansas last year. Uh, I would assume Tyler Perry or or Max Abrams from, from Oral Roberts or... Osmane from North Texas. I, I would assume those guys, if they're testing the NBA waters, will be late guys. So you're not going to finish the roster before June. I would love to finish a staff before May, though. If it's May 3rd and the staff isn't complete, I would be I would move from apprehensive to worried. All right, a couple of more power rankings. We'll go to the text line again. Uh, Power ranking chicken restaurants. Okay, this might ruffle some feathers, no pun intended. At number five, Slim Chicken. Number four, Popeyes. Number three, Chicken Express. Number two, Chick-fil-A. Number one, Raisin Cane's. We we, we were in Dallas over the weekend, and my friend... Would not stay. It was Jacob Coates. He used to work here. Yes. Would not stop talking about cowboy chicken the entire time we were there. He was very sad. We don't have that here in town anymore. Uh, what is? I've never had a cowboy's chicken. It was pretty good. We we, did, we actually ended up going there on the on because we went one day and yep. they, it was like at night and they were like, oh, we just ran a chicken, and then the next day was Easter, so we were afraid we weren't going to be able to go, but finally on the way out of town we found one that was open and they were pretty good. It's just like a high quality. Yeah. Fried chicken place. When I was in Houston, we went to uh, Zaxby's. That was good. Locally, Hank's is better than any of the... No free ads, but Hank's is great. A lot of people don't... uh, Raisin Cane's feels overrated. People just love the sauce, right? Is the chicken great or is the sauce great? I like the fries, too. And the toast. I really don't go to Cane's, even though my brother works there. <laughs> Chick Fil A, old standby. Chicken E. I've not Chick-fil-A been. Chick Fil A is one I go to time. quite often. Yeah. Well, I'm more of a sandwich over a Tinder's guy. I like the sandwich or the nuggets. The nuggets at Chick Fil A are great. All right, we'll take another break. When we come back, I think somebody's power ranked Frasier characters. 
And uh, we'll get to that after this one. It's the Rob Rose Show Talk, 103.9 News, Money Sports. Welcome back. We've got a response to the chicken power ranking. Uh, this guy also has slum chickens at five because he's never had it. He'll go Popeye's one, which I think I agree with. Chicken Express two, Chick-fil-A three, Raisin Cane's four. We've got some controversy there. Uh, let's get the Frasier power ranking out of the way as well. Where'd that go? All right. Best Frasier characters. Frasier 1, Niles 2, Roz. He specifies the producer. I think that's Roz, yeah. Uh, Marty, Bulldog, Daphne. I think Niles might have been my favorite uh, Frasier character. Frasier, obviously great. One summer, I rewatched all of Cheers and Frasier like successively, successively, whatever it is. Consecutively? Yeah, well, that too. I think both work. We'll move on. No, I can't think of the (laughs) word either. I think that's the right word there. Uh, So Frazier, Niles, Roz, Marty, Bulldog, Daphne. Yeah, I didn't really like Daphne either. Not in the top five. Uh, I respect you for the sports you give us. Your respect is earned first by the quality return music you give us. Well, thank you. Is the Cody Campbell model similar to the UGA NIL model? Also, would you rather live in a Heisman house? Oh, who would you rather live in the Heisman house, Hyatt or Collier? I think Collier would have more fun in the in the Heisman house. Hyatt would probably just try to call it the Hyatt House. Uh, And no, the Cody Campbell model is not similar to the UGA model. The UGA model, if you make anything, you have to give it to the pool, and then they give it out. The Cody Campbell model is a separate fund, the Matador Club, and they pay a certain rate to every athlete on the team or the top 115 or something, and then they move on. And you get to do whatever you want. On top of that, if you earn something on your own, you get to keep it. Which is how I think it should be done. Rob B. Power rankings for Gatorade Thirst Quencher. One, Lime Green. Two, Clear Ice. Three, Orange. Four, Blue. Is that uh, Cool Blue? Five, red. Lots of carbs unless you buy the zero sugar. I prefer the zero sugar. Uh, Gatorade Zero. If you if I go back to regular Gatorade, it's like too thick. I don't know what it is. But I like the zero. I like the red Powerade Zero because it tastes like, uh, like Jello. <laughs> A lot of people think it tastes like medicine. I, I think it tastes like uh, Furs Jello. Big fan. What is lime green? 
lime Gatorade, lime green Gatorade. I know the cucumber or the lemon. I've seen it. I've never tried it. No, I. It's lemon I almost lime. I always right? buy orange Gatorade. Yeah, but my same. favorite is the uh, cherry glacier or whatever it is. Oh, the white. The, the white, white one? one? Oh, that's yeah. Really that's the goat flavor of Powerade or Gatorade. The white cherry. That one is so good. Can't explain it. How about top five most depressing top fives? Uh, we'll give some thought to that one. If somebody else wants to give me the top five depressing top fives, we can uh, take that into account. I think it would benefit McCasland and Texas Tech for Fisher to return. Who is the transfer coming for a visit this weekend? I think what you're talking about is a high school kid who's opened up his commitment and is visiting this weekend. I don't believe he's a transfer. I'd have to go look up his name. Uh, But yes, I think it would be a benefit for Fisher to return. I think Fisher fits the system of positionless basketball. I would have loved to have Fisher here at Texas Tech uh, a year earlier or three years earlier because I really think he would have helped those teams. I think he could be in Adonis Arms. I think he's that kind of athlete. Power ranking the big West Texas towns, number five, Midland, Odessa, number four, Amarillo, Number three, Abilene. Number two, San Angelo. Number one, Lubbock. So no El Paso. Interesting. This from Monty, a huge Frasier fan who's watched the series multiple times. Frasier was the main character, obviously, but Niles was the funniest overall. I agree. He also adds, Roz was smoking. With that voice, I think she was smoking cigarettes, but big fan. On the Texas Tech basketball stuff, I think McCaslin, quite obviously, has come in and tried to start from ground zero. You know, he wants it to be his program, which I understand. And I think a lot of what hurt Texas Tech when they went to Mark Adams is they, they they didn't change enough. They tried to run it like the previous program, and that leader wasn't here. So I think some of it got lost in translation because you tried to do a lot of things like you were already doing them, but the guy who was doing all that was in another polo. So I do respect McCaslin for coming in and... and creating a blank slate and whether that's with the roster or the staff, but I just want, I want a foundation to build on. You can't start building without a proper foundation. I think that foundation's the a full staff. And it's also frustrating because we heard names, right? We heard McCollum, we heard Peary. We heard a lot of that stuff and none of it has been completed. I don't think it would make me feel better for any certain person to be hired, but just like a chief of staff. Uh, I think it was, hold on, Villanova has hired a general manager of basketball. 
which we have discussed a lot of times on this show and uh, the Raiderland, that that kind of position on a basketball staff makes a lot of sense. And you've had him on the staff before, but to call it a general manager, to call it the guy in charge of the roster, because general manager is like the free agent guy, right? He's building a roster. He's doing recruiting. He's he's in the transfer portal. He's talking to guys. That's free agency. So it makes sense to call it a general manager. It's just funny that uh, Villanova has actually done it. All right, let's take the final break of the hour. When we come back, we'll wrap up the Rob Bro Show. Uh, the Texas Rangers lost last night, but they start a series tomorrow with the Houston Astros. Uh, in a Major League Baseball, to lose to the Royals 10-1 to or whatever it was is bad. But you won the series. That's all that matters. So we're moving forward. All you got to do is win a lot of series, and you'll be in the playoffs Uh, Winning 100 games doesn't sound bad, right? I think you win, uh, what, 80? If you win two-thirds of your games, what is two-thirds of 162? We'll tell you when we come back. It's Rob Rush on Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Welcome back. It's Rob Brosho Talk, 103.9 News, Money Sports. One hundred and eight, two thirds of 162. If you win every series, no sweeps, no series losses, you would be at 108 wins, which is very good. The Texas Rangers uh, will be without Corey Seager for about a month. Uh, not good. But I do think that... I do think it kind of provides you an opportunity to see what Josh Smith really is. Uh, Leo Tavares, I believe, is back up as well. I think they have a roster move to make before tomorrow's game as they sent down Taylor Hearn, uh, who has struggled in his role out of the bullpen. It would be awesome, as we talked about yesterday, to bring up Kumar Rocker just to see what he has. Uh, Again, when you get a guy out of high school, yeah, you need three years in the minors, sure. Uh, But a guy who went through at least three years at Vanderbilt and played a year of minor league ball uh, on the independent scene. I don't think it's crazy to bring him up after his first start at the minor league level in 2023. He was drafted last year in June. He did what he did last year. Did he pitch? I think he's a guy who could help in the bullpen because of his stuff. You could really ratchet up. 
his arm, if he's not stretched out trying to pitch six innings, if you just need him for three outs, he could be really dynamic. Not everyone has to be a starter at the major league level early in their career. Cole Reagans is finally a bullpen arm, and you love him for it. I would love if your bullpen was just a bunch of young arms that might be starters eventually. Now, if Kumar Rocker is a guy you think you might need as a starter eventually, then maybe you do hold him down. If you if you think the plan is by I don't know, if he's the first guy out of the minors to to make a start with an injury, then yeah, you keep him down. But if he's fourth or fifth next in line to be a starter at the major league level, let him pitch in the bullpen. Now, you've got options on him. You can move him up and down two or three times this year. But it's also important to see what he has against major league hitting. So I'm pro Kumar Rocker. Fast train to the bullpen. I was on that bandwagon yesterday. You have a move left. You need a bullpen arm. Make it happen, Captain. I'm all in. Uh, We've also seen a couple of uh, Texas Tech players. Uh, Drew Baker hit a home run yesterday in his minor league game. Uh, you're also looking back in the Ranger system at Jack Leiter, another Vanderbilt product. Uh, I don't believe he's made a start this year. Oh, he started two games. Just hadn't been very good. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, he's at Frisco. Uh, he's got two starts, 519 ERA, 8-2 innings pitched, seven hits, five runs, two bombs. He's thrown 170 pitches in eight innings. Seven walks, 12 strikeouts, 226 average against, 162 whip, which is not great. And maybe Jack Leiter is a guy you bring up to just be in the bullpen. See what he does. Again, these pitchers, I would like to see a little move from them. Now, Jack Leiter's 22. He's got time. Uh, if you think he's a future ace, you leave him down. You're not messing with it too much. But Rocker, I believe... I thought he was older than 22, Kumar Rocker. But, you know, let me check that real quick. Yeah, he's 23. Started once. He's at uh, a lower level. But again, from independent ball. I'm in. Bring him up. What could go wrong? I right, listen at the text line again before we leave. El Paso is part of Mexico, so it doesn't count. Okay. All right. 
fair, I guess. Half of it, half of it feels like it's in West Texas because it's in the Central Time Zone. Uh, we have not power ranked Big Twelve baseball yet. Uh, let's try to do that real quick before I forget. I almost forgot to do it. We got like a minute left. All right. So last week there was some. Uh, thought that we didn't do it right. I don't know why. Everything I do is right. Uh, but if you're looking at the Big 12 baseball world, uh, West Virginia, I feel like, has fallen back a little bit. Texas, I think, is still number one. And I would put Oklahoma State, TCU, and Texas Tech as the second tier. I think those are the teams that can win the conference, those four. Texas Tech, maybe a long shot because they got swept already. I would put West Virginia, Kansas, and Kansas State in that next tier. Oklahoma and Baylor, the worst two, quite obviously. And you have a series against Oklahoma this weekend that you need to win. Not only because you need to win it, but because Oklahoma is not great. They're good. They're a good Big 12 team. Every team in the Big 12 can win games, especially in baseball. But I would put them as uh, eighth out of nine. All right, we'll take the break. Till tomorrow, the Raider land at 11 a.m. I've been Rob Burrow. I'll be Rob Burrow. We'll see you then. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340, its advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.